All right. Uh, welcome to I Hate It Here. Episode number. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here with uh, Dave. With I'm David. <laughs> and I'm here. I, I, bet, I, bet you, I, bet, I bet you don't even know what episode it is. Uh, I think it's 56. Yeah. I'm here with David. This is Eddie. What's up, What's up guys? And uh, that's did Joseph, just the grumpy really, old man. Yeah. Did you just really introduce yourself in the third person? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm here with David. It's nothing personal. <laughs> He's David's getting angry. <laughs> Are there other people in the room? <laughs> Has someone else answered the call? <laughs> All right. So we're going to start today off. Uh, the Houston Astros held a fundraiser for the Uvalde uh, students. Um. I guess now we just have to wait and see if they're actually going to pay it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. No. They're going to still signs along the way. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the Astros cannot buy forgiveness. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not with community service. Dude, they're forever an asterisk. Yeah, they're forever an asterisk, dude. They're forever tainted. I feel. I don't feel I don't feel marginally bad for them. I mean, they knew what they were getting into when they cheated. You know what I mean? They knew if they got caught, yeah. it was gonna be, it was gonna be brutal. You know, and yeah. I think it's kind of like it's kind of like a shit move for them to. I I mean, it's like a Texas town, so like, yeah, okay, you know. But let the Rangers do it, bro. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? let the Rangers host the fundraiser, dude. Come on, what are you guys doing? Come on. They'll never, they'll never fucking, right now it's saying that they have the best win-loss record in the American League since the All-Star break. Dude, they'll never, like, it'll never matter. Why are you doing this? You know what I mean? Why are you it'll it'll you never matter. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you reminding me? Overall, the Yankees still have it, okay? The overall, the Yankees <laughs> okay, still have it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Suddenly. Let's, let's change the subject already. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and move on. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right. I'm sorry. We're gonna, I, I'm sorry. We're gonna I figure it, it out, all right? <laughs> you guys are lucky, dude. I'm a Red Sox fan. How do you think I feel about this shit? We were like primed oh. for playoffs last year. Now we're just losing every every time I turn on the TV. I'm like, damn, really that much? Shit. <laughs> it's a good thing you haven't a, turned it on recently. But you dude, know. it's never like it's never like the Yankee, the you know the Red Sox lost lost two, you know three to two today. It's like the Red Sox lost. Uh, you know the uh, the Orioles had a score of twenty seven, and the Red Sox had a score of I think they owe three runs, Bob. They owe three. They're negative three. <laughs> like it's bad, dude. Anyway, I just want so to put it on record. Yeah, the Orioles are going to win the AL East. Yeah, you got you got to stop that too, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got, That's you my conspiracy theory. You're part of the problem. Of the you're, <laughs> you're part of the problem, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I will not allow it. All right. So speaking of speaking of uh, you know, they're hold, they're hosting a fundraiser for Uvalde. Everybody knows, you know, about the shooting that took place, the lack of police response. Um, mm. one of the other things that a lot of people have been talking about with regards to Uvalde has been Beto O'Rourke. He's been campaigning in Texas, and O'Rourke, you know, last time he campaigned was for presidency, and when he did, like mm. his big thing was like you know. Uh, the an assault weapons ban, and you know, you guys remember he was, you know, he was like, "We are gonna come for your guns," you know what I mean? 
And people just yeah. weren't having that shit here in Texas, you know? But I think there is like a huge shift in 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 um in the way that people feel about it because you know, at the time we were still believing that the police were gonna come help us and things were gonna be okay. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and we just saw a guy like walk into a school and murder kids and stay there for like a whole hour while police did nothing. And I think it's well, sort of like stood down the hall. Right. And I think it's sort of like shook the core of, of communities in Texas to believe that like, okay, obviously if we can't count on these people to do anything, then maybe the next best step really is to like at least have some record, some sort of law in the book that makes it harder to get an AR-15 so that some fucking 18-year-old kid with a clear mental like history couldn't purchase one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems to be working, dude. He seems to be garnishing a lot of support. And it culminated recently in uh, this moment here um, where he... Uh, well, well, let's play the clip. We're going to play the clip, okay? I'm going to make sure that now 11 weeks since we lost 19 kids and their two teachers shot to death with a weapon originally designed for use in combat, legally purchased by an 18-year-old who did not try to obtain one when he was 16 or 17, but followed the law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you can buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? Bam. There it is. And that that just kind of like set off like a whole wave of support for... Yeah, including including NPR pearl clutching which I want to mention before I forget. Well, I mean, it's NPR, dude. You know what I mean? Like, if anybody's clutching pearls, it's the, you know, it's the mainstream liberals at NPR. You know what I mean? I do want to say, however, after rewatching that clip, I'm beginning to think that maybe that guy was just laughing at the fact that our work went into, like, a soldier stance to do the, like, 500 fucking foot thing, you know? And they're like, yeah. oh, okay, fucker, all right. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> it's like a very theater kid move. It is like a very yeah. theater kid move. He, like, drops down on one knee, and he's, like, he's like 500 feet away. Like, he's, like, building the scene, you know? And Go through uh, a Vietnam helmet at 500 feet. Oh, yeah. But he did. He turned around, and he said, it may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it isn't funny to me. And it garnered a huge amount of support. But, but that clip, unfortunately cuts off before Bethel sort of starts sliding back into mainstream liberal rhetoric. Um, right, Joe? Yeah, uh, of course, Beto O'Rourke, surprisingly, but perhaps not unsurprisingly, tries to play both sides. Um, right. My main critique yeah. about Beto yeah, is, that I, 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 was, is that I wish he would say it with his whole chest. Right. Like, that's always been my biggest critique with Beto. Right. Is that he flip, he imagines himself to be, because he is, this DNC cooker cutter, cookie cutter fucking politician that tries to be like, you know, a modern day dollar store version of JFK, right? Like, 
though I always hate how everything has to be about Beto. Everything has to be about Beto. It's never, you know, about what he wants to do or he he can't build some kind of future or some kind of vision because that vision must include Beto, not as a position, but as a person, right? As like his role is always mentioned in his own sort of the way he talks about himself or he talks about his politics. Like his, so his version of America, like, as far as he's concerned, can't exist without him. Right. Yeah. Sure. His version of Texas, his, his, imag- his own ability to imagine what, the office would be like can't exist without Beto himself. Okay. Um, yeah. And so it, it drives me crazy. It pisses me off to no end because I wish he would just say what he means to say instead of sort of like trying to placate with these like overly, you know, full of meaning words that, you know, he's basically does what the Republicans do, but for liberals, right? That's basically what he does. Um, so it, I just wish he would say it with his chest. And in that Uvalde clip, he like immediately, Immediately, the very next line out of his mouth is, we need to work, you know, essentially is we need to work across the aisle to do this. Bro, you're in Texas. Did you not learn in 2018? Did you not learn in 2020? Like, these guys aren't going to work across were, the aisle. Right. Not, not, only, not only are they not going to work across the aisle, they're not going to work across the aisle on this issue, specifically. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's something we've talked about before on the podcast where I think, I think Again, uh, we've talked about this, and you know, we're, I'll just say it again. After the whole no Obama thing, you should know these dudes don't want to work with you. They're not going to do anything to help you. And then when you talk right. about an issue as strongly as they feel about this one, it's something where not only are they not going to work with you, they're going to actively work like against you. And they already right. have, yeah. dude. We've already, I don't, you know, here in Texas, there's already ads like on TV that are like. uh you know, uh, Bethel's trying to take your guns away. Why? Because he wants the terrorists to win. What happens when right. Al-Qaeda comes knocking on your door? And I'm just Not like, lead. right, you know? Yeah. Times two. Times two. Yeah. Second go around. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, he's currently the poll in the Sunday poll. He's seven points down. Right. And quite honestly, I know that that's bad because we're already in the middle of August. But that's surprising to me, right? Yeah. Like, typically, especially, you know, like, in election cycles, you experience some kind of bump, right? Some kind of, like, boost in in the importance of what you're doing because we're getting closer to the election, the day of the election, right? Right. So, seven points isn't necessarily, I don't think, insurmountable, except you're in Texas. And it's yeah. like... yeah. You know, you, you, it's made, they literally, and I mean this trying to not like, you know, they, they fucking rigged it against you. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? On purpose, <clears throat> on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to do and they did it. So I don't know, but that's also very like my dystopic outlook on everything. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know if it's dystopic as it is sort of like realistic at this point. You know what I mean? We're, we are looking at like, uh, you know, we're looking at that shit happening in real time. You know what I mean? We're looking at them like trying to like you know take away voting rights. They're doing their best to make it so that you know it's harder for minorities to vote. It's harder for low income areas to vote. It's harder. You know, I think there was in Harris County, right, which is where Houston is. I think there's only like one polling place. No, there's one drop off <clears throat> box. There you go, one drop off box. You know what I mean? That's wild, dude. That's a, that's wild. Yeah. Like that's, 
you know, they're, they're, it's very obviously like built so that if you're a Democrat, you're going to lose. You know what I mean? So it takes that much more of an effort for a Democrat to win. So take note, you know, whenever a Democrat wins in like a commonly red place, just know that that shit took a lot of fucking work, you know? Um, and it's just, I mean, I mean, you know, my, my, my biggest issue with Beto as it tends to be the right thing, you know, is that he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily, uh, he doesn't necessarily speak with conviction. Like he does speak with like empathy and he speaks with passion and it's very clear that he believes in his cause, you know what I mean? But there's also this like hint of him not believing that his cause is achievable. You know, and I, I just, I want a dude who's going to like, just, yeah, I liked it better when he was like, yeah, we're going to take your guns, you know, because I personally, yeah. uh, I personally, uh, you know, don't mind, uh, weapons, you know what I mean? Obviously I, I hope there were better laws on the books and stuff like that, you know, but, um, I don't like the idea of the Nazis being the only people with an AR-15, you know what I mean? So I, I would I would appreciate it if the working class, you know, and leftists and, and liberals would arm themselves because it, it feels like these guys are going to go crazy and we're about to get into how crazy those guys get. But, uh, you know, you, even hearing that as somebody who, who does want people to own a right to defend themselves, I was like, hell yeah, man, you know? Say that shit with your chest, bro. Fucking let them know you're not fucking around. And yeah. then he comes out right after, and he's like, well, you know, we're going to need to try and get this done. It's going to take two parties to do it, and okay, but you don't have that. You know what I mean? You don't You don't have it. Just tell us it's not going to happen. Don't, gonna say, Eddie? don't fucking Biden us along. No, just pretty much, I had nothing to add. Pretty much on point. On point. Yeah, yeah, on point. Which I mean, don't know, man. I, 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 I think the last... The last thing I'll say about Beto is that, like, um, it's going to be a tight. I think it's going to be a lot tight of a race more than I than we're expecting. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. I think it's I think I don't think seven points is going to be the difference in the race. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I think like two or three. Um, yeah. And I think it'll come down to like. The gerrymandering. I mean, have you ever mm-hmm. seen Dan Crenshaw's district? Yeah, dude, it's you more know. crooked than that, right? <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It's more crooked be than Abbott's back. Oh, <laughs> oh, or the sky. Would you would you say <laughs> would you say that the ger- that the gerrymandering has Abbott's back? <laughs> or the or the scar where Crenshaw's eye used to be? <sighs> oh. He was trying to draw the line and he couldn't see, so just kind of like, ooh, ooh. yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey man, he's a piece Yo, of shit, real, dude. Fuck Dan Kenshaw. Yeah, like for real, fuck Dan Kenshaw. <laughs> My favorite shit was yeah, when he had that. that. Remember, he had that video, and he was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna change Washington." And he's like, "Halo jumping out of a fucking airplane," and he's like, "We're here to yeah. save Washington," you know. And then the insurrection happened, and Dan Kenshaw was like, "Get me to a fucking limo, man! Like, get me out of here." Get me out of here as yeah. quickly as possible. I'm a Navy SEAL. Like, ¿qué pasó, Dan? Go jump out of that plane, what the? <laughs> you know? Muy ch- <laughs> muy chingón. muy chingón. You're talking all this shit. You're going to fucking parachute into Washington and fucking save everybody. Orale, vato. Here's your chance. You know? And he was like, nah, man. Nah, I need I need to get out of here. Josh Hawley's friends are acting up. 
Yeah, so wow. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of one of Josh Hawley's friends, uh an insurrectionist. Um good guy. Yeah, this dude uh decided to storm the FBI. The FBI's been taking a lot of shit because of Mar-a-Lago. And these right-wingers are yeah. fucking nuts, dude. Defund the FBI has to be like the greatest shit ever. I could not believe that Marjorie Taylor Greene did that. Like it was, it was one of my favorite things to see was her be like defund the FBI because I was like, dude, no way, no way did like <laughs> did like Trump <laughs> inadvertently bridge liberals and fucking Republicans. You know what I mean? Like they came together <laughs> on this issue. Theory? <laughs> you know, this is you know what? Maybe he was really a fucking. <laughs> You know? Is this horseshoe theory? Bro? It's horseshoe, horseshoe theory, theory, dude. It's horseshoe theory, dude. It's the kind of horseshoe theory where, like, they're not even, like, like it doesn't bend around and they're looking at each other. They're, like, sharing drinks, bro. Like, it's it's just <laughs> a full fucking circle. And, like, the only difference between them is, like, this, this like, small little sliver in the middle where the two ends don't meet, you know? That's how horseshoe yeah. theory that shit was. And, you know, I hate horseshoe theory, Joe. You know, I fucking hate it, dude. I think it's a bullshit fucking, you know, political theory, if you want to call it that. But anyway, so she's like, defund the FBI, defund the FBI. And it was it was it was wild to see that, like, right wingers were like, yeah, fuck the government. Blue lives don't matter for shit no more. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, like how many stickers did you guys have to peel off your fucking cars, dude? Why would you do that? <laughs> Don't do that. No, wait, stop. Stop. Wait. Stop. You're going to defund the FBI? No, stop. Marjorie, no. No, no, don't. Don't. Don't don't stop there. You don't know what? Don't. Right? You know what? <laughs> no, what about really... ice? What about ice? <laughs> I was going to say, you know ice? what really show these guys? <laughs> Fuck defunding the FBI. Defunding the local PD that feeds info to the FBI. Oh, my God, dude. Defunding the police would throw such a wrench in the FBI's activities. <laughs> you guys yeah, should work on terrible. that. Oh. You know? <laughs> and it's funny, too, because when liberals were saying defund the fb defund the fbi when liberals were saying defund the police we weren't saying yes. cut all funding to the police we were saying take Absolutely some of the not. funding that went to the police and put it into mm-hmm. like mental health experts and things like that right and they freaked yeah. out because they were like they don't want police officers they hate america yeah. and when they say defund the fbi they literally mean like destroy the fbi you get, know what i mean get rid of it throw it out cancel it it's such a hypocritical move dude but it's <laughs> hey, so cancel beautiful. culture that's weird hey, that's... <laughs> jesus christ that's, that's weird you know what i mean like you know it, i don't know dude watching them yeah. sort of like rally around that was fucking insane to see I was like, damn, these guys, talk about a conflict of interest, dude. Talk about multiple personality disorder, dude. Like, those guys yeah. have to could be at, like, constant war with themselves, you know what I mean? First, they come out with the Gadsden flag, come and take it. And then they're like, blue lives matter. And it's like, dude, who do you think's going to come and take it? You know what yeah. I mean? And then they're like, uh, they're like, you know, we need to go kick Iraqi's ass for what they did in 9-11. And then Trump gets elected, and he's like, we're tired of war. Tired all these politicians taking us to war, and you're like, damn, dude, that's a lot of conflicts of interest. You guys are just like, like completely conflicted. No wonder you're you're outbursting with anger. You know what I mean? You guys are yeah. at war with yourselves, dude. Conservatives are at war with themselves. You know, so they're pushing to defund the FBI. These guys go nuts. 
this dude shows up with a gun, starts shooting. I think he shot into the FBI building, and then they came out and uh, fucking killed him. And it turns yeah, out didn't that they chased him into a field or something. Yeah, they, it was like a police chase and all that stuff. Yeah, and it turns uh. out that he was one of Josh Hawley's friends from the insurrection. Now I know what you're thinking. How do you know he's one of Josh Hawley's friends? I'm not saying he is personally someone who knows Josh Hawley, but when Josh Hawley waved, he didn't just wave at one person. He waved at all of them. And I don't go around talking to people who aren't my friends. So I'm just saying, you know, clearly Josh Hawley was supporting this man (laughs) who tried to kill FBI agents. Yeah. Did you see his truther? I don't. I still haven't figured no. out what, what did we yeah. decide no, yeah, it was. It's truthered. He truthered. I, I think it's a truther. Yeah, truther is, is, is yeah, a verb. Truthered. Yeah, it's a verb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We well. Did you see his truthered account? No. No. It. It's. It's interesting because these guys go out and they like make martyrs of themselves, right? They did it for January sixth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they did it for January sixth. You know, they make martyrs of themselves. And every mm-hmm. time they die, their martyrdom is always met with it was not it was it was fake. It was the FBI. It was yeah. you know it was Antifa. <laughs> you know, and so I can't I, stop I laughing at the thought of them. The fact that you said martyr themselves, dude, because the first thing that came to mind was Al Qaeda. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's literally what they say, you know. I mean, look at what they did with the legacy of Ashley Babbitt, dude. <laughs> Oh like yeah. it's funny, but it's oh, true, man. Babbitt. Oh, I pinchy Jojo, the legacy you of know? Ashley Babbitt, dude. That's gonna be a, <laughs> it's the title of a fucking book one day, bitch. I swear to God. <laughs> R.I.P. Bro, R.I.P. It's um, like a, a trailer they, for a movie, and it's like one woman stood up. Dude, they won't let her rest in peace, dog. Like the people, <laughs> the people, they just always talk about Ashley Babbitt. So um, it's always like every time Oh, I found a, a talk show radio, yeah. a local talk show radio here in, in Spokane. Yeah. Bro. Oh, fucking man. A, man. It's crazy. It's, it's wild. Is it one of those that, that is it one of those that's like recorded like in an RV out in the mountains somewhere? <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. Dude. It's, it's a trip, man. It's a trip. God damn. It's, and so they all, but that's where my, that's where my, sorry, my slight sarcasm comes from Ashley Babbitt because they don't let her die. Like she's like held up as like some kind of martyr. Right. But it's interesting like, because they, like, they what do they have run across? Oh. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Babbitt. You know, I'm, 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 dude, I'm sure, I'm sure one of those motherfuckers at those like Trump rally that sells all those t-shirts out of those fucking tents. I'm sure yeah. I would put a lot of one money. Of that made one. One, one of them's got like, one. yeah, that's got like RIP in, in loving memory of Ashley Babbitt, dude. It's like her face is on a t-shirt. It's like, it's like, like airburst would... on a t-shirt, like the way, like, like, you know, yeah. like it does when somebody dies and shit. Yeah, exactly. dude. But it's got like yeah. American flags and an eagle. Like I'm sure of it. An eagle holding an AR-15. <laughs> and that's, that's going to be the Easter for the January 6th insurrection is going to be January 9th because she came back on the third day. Oh, 
Because like like, like David said, <laughs> Babbit rhymes with rabbit, Easter bunny, boom. Conspiracy closed. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. It's, it's in the Constitution. Bro. It's in the Constitution. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> you can just say that shit now, bro. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> Fuck you. That's funny. Oh man, dude. And <laughs> the legacy yeah, of Ashley Babbitt. But this dude too. This this dude too. He was truthered. Like he had, he was on Truth Social for like nine hours before he killed. Before he went out and like suicide by cop himself. And yeah, yeah dude. Sure. Like it's hard. You can't. You can't. Like. How do you, as a conservative, deny his allegiance to Trump when he was on Truth Social, right? Yeah. Like he tweeted the shit that he tweeted, or he truthered the shit that he truthered. Don't sue me, Truth Social. Sorry. Um, and like you know, they just want him to go away. He's Antifa yeah. and he's fake and he's a plant, and oh, yeah. you know, course, probably course. funded by George Soros type shit, right? right? Like that yeah. type of. Shit. So he died for nothing. The dude went out. The dude went out thinking he was dying for the cause. Right. And according to the people for the cause, he died. He, he fucking died for nothing. He, now he's yeah. Now, now he just got brushed off the history books. He's not gonna. Yeah, have he's gonna legacy. be. Which is awesome. Yeah, he's gonna be forever forgotten. He's gonna be forever forgotten. <laughs> which I think is fucking funny, dude. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, it's it's really hard to like, you know, laugh at the thought of someone else's death, dude. But that shit's fucking. <laughs> like he martyred himself oh god damn dude it would be like if if like jesus died <laughs> you know what i mean and then the rest of the bible was like but really he was a roman the whole fucking time he backed the bronze chest plates bro he backed them up that's wild dude it's wild you know poor uh, there was another guy, by the way, who who tried to storm the Capitol building today. He shot in the air, <laughs> and then he killed himself outside. Oh man, <laughs> that's if this if this is the civil war that we're going like to towards, it's gonna be easy. <laughs> it's gonna be seriously like this is like like in like they're not even organized. It's like individual. <laughs> like random acts of violence yeah. against you know what i mean like yeah and then like they shoot themselves like it's just not there's nothing about it that's organized it's just it's hilarious it's just people yelling shit at this point on tiktok dude they're gonna go wild on tiktok they're like you know what we're ready for war and then they just like run out there and they're like i'm so ready to die for this country check this out <laughs> he just fucking kills himself you know it's kind. Of, it's kind of like from old school where he's like, "We're going streaking," and it's just him. It's like just him. he gets yeah, everybody dude. riled up, but then he's the only one that goes. Yeah, so he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go start a war. We're gonna go take down the FBI. Let's go fucking do it." And then like he goes out there and he's the only one. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck!" Like I guess might as well just bam, you know. And then two, to the two, two years later, some like unknown podcast host is talking about the legacy of John Willems. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the legacy of Ashley Babbitt bits, that's gonna make me laugh so hard, dude. <laughs> I, I can't oh, I can't stop thinking about dude, it like as a movie, dude, Babbitt. you know? It's gonna come. Dude, like, yeah, I'm, she gave I'm, her all for her look, country. man. Look, if they win the war, she's gonna be a saint. That's all I'm saying. Like if they win the war, 
she's gonna be a saint dude she's gonna be like unironically they're gonna go full neoliberal and they're gonna include a woman in the fucking story of how the new america came to be and it'll be woke <laughs> maybe like the what is it the joan of arc or whatever yeah yeah the virgin mary of the new america dude like sincerely <laughs> the new america the new america Jesus. with no pronouns did you yeah. guys hear about uh, that shit in florida no. What Teach, happened teachers, teachers are not allowed uh, to send emails with, with pronouns anymore. What the hell? Was what it said. I think, obviously, what they mean is that they can't sign off with their pronouns. They, them, he, they, she, he, 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 he her. I mean, he, him, whatever, you know? But um, yeah. but they just put down, you can't use pronouns in emails, which makes me fucking laugh, dude. Because I can only picture, like, you know, like, teachers, like, are educated. So they're sitting there being smart asses and shit, you know, and they're just sitting there like, uh, like, uh, Laura want no, if Laura can go shopping with John, <laughs> you know, cause you can't, you can't be like, I, you can't be like her. <laughs> so you just have to refer yeah. to everybody in the third person. So I can only imagine what the new declaration of independence is going to fucking read. Like, is that what you're doing earlier? What do you mean? When, when I introduce myself, like, fuck you. Yourself in the third. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just getting that practice in. Yeah, yeah just getting I that get practice in. You just... Are you gonna move to Florida, dude, or what? Oh, like, dude, I don't you try to tell us something. Do people say that you are know you, you move to Florida? Are, to are you gonna go wrong with DeSantis? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go wrong with DeSantis. Yeah, he's my boy, Doug. Nice. He's my boy. I was I was like I need to roll with Neo fascist. Did Did you see that the resurfacing of that video of? When he when he w- sent his fucking little army to go raid the CDC worker, oh, I remember and they that, like yeah. pulled out they pulled out guns on the kid little kids, yeah, right, and they were pointing guns at the little kids in the house. Um, they clipped that because he was asked at a press conference, you know, <laughs> what do you think about the raid on the person at the CDC or, or the Florida? And his answer was pretty pretty um like abrasive, right? He was like, that wasn't a raid. They legally went in there with the search warrant and they conducted their business professionally, right? But they were fucking pointing guns at kids. So they clipped yeah. that and they put it next to the news of Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. I did right? see that, and, yeah. And, like, just to show... I mean, of course, Ron DeSantis doesn't fucking care. The right. conservatives don't care. They have no morals. They are no shame. They have no values. It, it doesn't mean anything to them. But it is kind of still one of those things that every now and again, because of how um, the juxtaposition, just how just how like, you know, crazy the juxtaposition is in their own their own mental gymnastics. Yeah, um, it tripped. It still kind of trips me out sometimes yeah. because with whatever Ron DeSantis said about that lady that they got raped, that raided the lady. It's exactly what happened to Trump. But they're saying the opposite. You know, uh, they are, you know making it dramatic for trump when in fact it wasn't that dramatic after all right. so you know it it's really interesting i think um i think i think a lot of it has to do with the you know at the time like at the time you know it, it we've always talked about this conservatives have this thing where like everything they do is projection you know what i mean so like like really like looking back at that raid on the cdc you know you're looking at at DeSantis and you're looking at him you know, sort of like giving away how guilty his party is. You know what I mean? 
Like they're like, we're gonna find some sort of secret, you know, something going on. And you have to wonder if at the time the reason he believed that there was some sort of secrecy, some sort of secret documents being hidden in this woman's house, is because he knew there were secret documents being hidden in Mar a Lago. Yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? Like it's all projection, dude. And speaking of That's the only thing. Uh, and speaking the of the raid. I want to read this tweet by Rick Wiles that Joseph sent to us earlier, because this is this is the new narrative going forward. How many FBI agents? This is Rick Wiles, by the way. <clears throat> How many FBI agents sniffed Melania Trump's panties when they raided her private bedroom and rummaged through her closet? You see, that's projection because that guy's like, you know what I would do if I raided Marlboro? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, and did you see all the fucking accounts he, he, he fucking tagged. tagged? Okay, so he Zero Hards, Breitbart News, DC Examiner, Washington Times, Fox News. Okay, all these people. But then here at the end, Elon Musk. He tagged oh. Elon Musk? I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Holy shit. What That's tag? what the fuck? He, go, he goes on panty raids with Elon Musk. He, he goes on panty raids with Elon Musk. He seems like the kind of guy that would, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Elon a, Musk. Elon Musk, yeah. <laughs> I was I was watching a video of him. Also Rick Wiles. I was watching a video. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching a video of Elon today, and it it was a it was a dude <clears throat> who was like that time I helped SpaceX with a problem, right? It was like some short, and he's he was basically conducting an interview with Elon. I've never seen this video before, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I know that you use uh, you know, cold fusion on the fuel for the boosters." And Elon was like, yeah, we do, you know? And then he was like, but why Why only for the boosters? Like, why not for the rockets? And Elon was like, well, well, um, it, you know what? That's a problem we should fix, right? And that's actually how, like, his rocket was, like, so successful in taking off and landing. But then he showed the interview a year later when he's like, remember when we talked about it last year? And Elon was like, yeah, man, I figured it out while I was talking to you. You know, I realized it like in the and I was like, "Bitch, no, you didn't. He did." You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the same way that Elon's been promising fully self-driving, fully self-driving cars for the last ten years. Right. Right. Like he always says, "Well, by next year." For yeah. the last or ten hyper- years, he's been saying, "Next year, next year, next year, by next year, right? By yeah. next year." And so, yeah, I'm just. I mean, he's a fraud, dude. And we, you know, I was talking to my brother about it. We were talking about his attempted purchase of Twitter and the forty-four billion dollars. And you know, I love that Twitter called his bluff because Twitter knows that he doesn't have the cash. He doesn't have you know forty-four billion dollars. You know, his money's tied up in in what what he owns and its value. You know what I mean? He doesn't have any actual money. So, right. you know. Yeah, he's and he just he just MLMs everything. He's like yeah. a master multi multi what is it multi multi level marketer level marketer. Yeah, and I would yeah. know about that because That's... I couldn't sell Cutco knives. Yeah, you couldn't sell Cutco knives, so you know, not exactly the best point of uh, for uh, perspective there, are we? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was really bad at it. <laughs> he must have been great at it though. He must have been. He must have been really good at it, dude. He he dude, he multi-level marketed the shit out of Dogecoin. So like, you know. Yeah. Uh, did he ever? Bitcoin's dropping. Bitcoin. Remember Eddie, we were talking about it like maybe like a few months ago when Bitcoin was like at 55 grand 
And I was yeah. like, that shit's gonna fucking die. That shit's gonna start falling. And then and then yeah. all the markets were like, Bitcoin is on the way up and it's not slowing down. And I was like, you just watch. And like, sure enough, dude. <laughs> like people started like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck. People are like picking up scraps and shit. Like, why did I purchase at 30? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that and NFTs, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, NFTs, all that fucking crypto marketing shit, all the shit that basically exists because conservatives are like, we don't need a government. It's just, yeah. it's just like <clears throat> crashing and burning. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? I saw that look on your face. What were you gonna say? No. How bad are your NFTs doing? <laughs> I don't have NFTs. No. Yeah. Huh. They're nothing no. now. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have NFTs. You do have you have stock in crypto? I did at one point at the height of the pandemic. I had stock in crypto. Do you I able made three hundred dollars? Yeah. yeah, I made three hundred dollars, and then I was like, "No, this this is not it." Yeah, fuck this, and then I sold this, it. So this I made is, this is too risky. I yeah, I bought into the fucking MLM. I paid fifty <clears> bucks, I think, on Robinhood, and they put in fifty bucks. So I had a hundred bucks. I made 200 bucks and then sold it. And then I was like, nope, not for me. Yeah. But it was at the height, right? It was like when nobody was working uh, or the people that were buying into crypto were people who had like, you know, money at tech bros who were getting paid to work at home who were bored. Right. Yeah. And they were just investing time, tons and tons and tons of fucking money into, to this, I guess more fiat, extra fiat, fiat squared money. I don't know. Um, and so, right. yeah, I mean, it was inevitable. It was inevitable. I mean, I mean, it's all good, man. I'm not judging you. You know, I'm just happy that you were able to make a profit and get the fuck out of there before it fucking came crashing down. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I'm a gambler, dude. No, yeah, of this, course. This, yeah, is not, this is not new. This is not new. No, it isn't, dude. I... Oh shit! This is news to me. Dude, I I played Lotto Scratchers. That's my that's my vice. Is Lotto Scratchers? No, I like to actually gamble. No, 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 no. You see, I can't, I can't do that. I'm, I'm too poor. I play Lotto Scratchers. Like, let, let's go to a casino. Let's gamble. go to a casino. Let's go. I I was watching um, I was watching this like little thing about how these guys count cards and shit. Apparently, like. Like, when you're, like, you know, trained to be a floor manager at a casino, you're trained to count cards, right? I did not know yeah. this. What? You're trained to count cards. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you're trained to count cards, like, in Blackjack, so that you can tell when someone else is counting cards. Like, if you yeah. suspect someone counting cards, you start counting cards with them. And if they start hitting <laughs> when you would hit because you're counting cards, you go over there and you're like, hey, man, it's time for you to fucking leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's not illegal, it's just frowned upon. It's just frowned upon, right? Yeah. And they'll kick your ass out. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty cool. I'd be down, you know, and go to go I to... like going to Vegas, man. I like going to Vegas and like playing like the blackjack tables for a few de- for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I find it fun. So then let me ask you something, because we've played cards before and every time we do, you refuse to gamble with me. Why is this? Since we were like sixteen, since we were like sixteen, the only way you'd gamble was if we went to Swiss cereal. Old Slippy Joe comes out. Old Slippy Joe comes out, and he doesn't know how to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it? I mean, Eddie's been there. Eddie, remember when we used to play? 
those big old domino games at Beto's house or whatever, like at Beto's like house, two, three hundred play cards and stuff. Yeah. And they were like two, three hundred dollars on the table at times. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Lost a lot yeah. of money. Hey, it was all right. It was all right. This, uh, so. this fool will never gamble with me. I don't know why. He doesn't know what kind of he doesn't know what kind of dough you're talking about over there. You it was always small. I was always like, let's do like you know, like ten bucks, twenty bucks. And he'd be like, there you no. go. And I'd be like, all right, let's do. You know, I I don't want him, you know, to lose too much. You know what I mean? Wow. I care okay. about oh, my boy damn. here. You know, I care about oh, my boy. <laughs> you get to oh, rile okay. him up. You get to rile him up. <laughs> Look at him. He's getting riled up. He's more riled up than Beto at a rally right now. Look at him. Look at him. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> it may be funny to you, motherfucker. But it isn't Damn. funny. Let me get down on. Let me get down on my knee. Get down well, on one knee and start pointing like a soldier. Mother- yeah. Maybe funny down. to you, motherfucker. I don't know, man. I think he's gonna win. I hope he wins. Let I'm me tell you. I mean, so do I. I mean, so do I. You know, uh, you know, D. Snyder said he was gonna sing. We're not gonna take it with Bethel. The shoeing. You know. <laughs> seven points. D. Snyder. <laughs> I, mean, it. I just look, man. Like, who is that for? Like, I get that D. Snyder offered. Okay, I get it. I yeah. get that it was an offer from D. Snyder, and it wasn't Bethel. Bethel didn't seek it out. Right. It came to Bethel. But right. who is that for? Who in Bethel's camp is just <laughs> like? Who in Bethel's camp is like? You know what, dude? This is. <laughs> I see this. This is the difference. His this, campaign manager, right dude. His campaign manager tweeted at at fucking at D Snyder and was like, "We'll take the opportunity," which <laughs> I can picture with the like, "We're not gonna take it." And then the DNC's like, "Hey, uh, we want you to know that we're not gonna be able to get any of the shit past that we said we were gonna pass. We're a bunch of cowards who won't do what's necessary." And then that song immediately becomes, "You're gonna have to take it." What you want a Republican to win? <laughs> I know we said. I know we said. You, I know we said we weren't going to take it, but we have to take it so that we can reach across the the the, the, the aisles, the political aisle. <clears throat> yeah, this is the most important election of your lifetime. Hey, but I guess it's better than um. Go uh, ahead. The song, the the Pete Buttigieg song from twenty twenty. <laughs> I fucking hate you, man. God damn it, dude. Uh the what was the the high hope song from Panic at or yeah, it was the Panic at the Disco, remember? Oh, Don't God. you remember the dance that they made? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and they like better. a little dance. Okay, it's like this: pat, pat, clap, clap, pat, pat, right. clap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were there were viral tweets going around teaching you how to dance to the Pete Buttigieg song. <laughs> teaching yeah. you how to dance the Pete Buttigieg song, dude. Well, I'm not lying. I'm not li- I know you're not. I just thing. think it's fucking. I hate. I fucking. That's 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 where we're at, dude. That's that's the most that's politics important thing. these days, dude. Politics these days is like it has nothing to do with politics anymore. It's all like ability. You it's know what I mean? Show. This is why I like Bernie. It's all for Bernie. Virality. Bernie is the last good politician, and let me tell you why. Because I love Bernie as a politician, dude. But I'm a hundred percent positive that if I met Bernie and I was like, "Hey, Bernie, I just wanted to know 
uh, you know, what your favorite restaurant was, he'd be like, what a stupid fucking question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's you're not likable, dude. He's a grumpy old man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Those are the best kinds, dude. You know, you gotta get the... Uh, you got to get the dude that doesn't try to, like, be nice to anybody. You know what I mean? He's just there to work. You know? And we don't have that anymore, dude. Now we have fucking, you know, Iowa winning Pete Buttigieg and fucking... Yeah, want to go, so... go to the party. Yeah, remember when he wanted it in Iowa? They made a nap? They were... Remember they made a nap in Iowa when, when Pete Buttigieg definitely won Iowa? Mm-hmm. And the DNC didn't lie about I, it at all? I remember. Yeah, Tom Paris wouldn't not. lie, bro. Tom Paris wouldn't lie to you. Look, dude, <laughs> you want to know why Pete Buttigieg used that song? <laughs> I found the quote. Oh, God. No, oh, God. The actual quote. Fuck. Okay. The, oh. song, the, song, the song which Buttigieg also uses at events is something of a campaign anthem. And that's fitting. Its lyrics express something dangerously awry about Mayor Pete's oh, worldview. Oh, God. Oh. Quote, high hopes is about the lone individual succeeding against all odds. Ah. I didn't know how but I didn't know how but I always had a feeling I was going to be that one in a million. So just like oh, Trump good. said I'm the only one who could fix it, Pete Buttigieg yeah. is also saying he's the only one that can fix it. But just with a dance. Well, hold on, I'm curious. He said one in a million. Did 1 million people run and lose for president or Wow. <laughs> I think it sounds like more than like 1 in 11, oh, man. right? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> um, what? <laughs> that's cold. That was that was that was cold, man. Jesus Christ! That's that's the Secretary of Transportation. Put some respect on his name, bro. I'm yeah. sorry, dude. I respectfully redact my statement in lieu of the honorable. That mention. was that was so cold. They have to de-ice the roads now. Damn, that's and he's the right guy was. to do it, dude. And he's the yeah, right guy. He's the it. right guy to do it, dude. That dude's salty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I redact my statement. Uh, I didn't mean to offend the Iowa winner, Pete Buttigieg. You know, like only Pete Buttigieg can go to a town and uh you know, uh, where, where where is it from again? Uh, what's Bend, Indiana? What's what is he? Yeah, I think so. The mayor of whatever Indiana. Big Bend. Only Pete Buttigieg Big... can go there, and then say something even more racist <laughs> than the white yeah. police chief, who <laughs> you know who had to resign for his racism. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember when that like? What did he say, dude? God damn it, we have to remember. He was doing like a conference and he said something and there was I, I distinctly remember like he said it at, at like a rally or whatever and some black lady like fucking almost like pushed into the crowd to get to him to be like, What did you just fucking say? I don't remember. I forget. I forget. There's so much shit to remember with the the Democrats inadvertently being being racist, you know. Which I guess is better than Republicans who are blatantly racist, right? Like is it though? I mean, it isn't, you know, but it's it is. It makes for good humor, dude. You know, like, you know, like just sitting there, like the 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 shock and awe, you know, because you have a Republican comes out and he says blatantly racist shit, and you're like, that's not surprising, you know what I mean? That doesn't entice my emotions to react. It doesn't do anything for me, you know. 
But then you're watching TV and Nancy Pelosi goes up there and says some shit like, we want to thank George Floyd for his sacrifice. And you're like, this bitch did not just say that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, she said it. Oh, she fucking said it, you know? Or like, you know, like uh, Obama drinking the water in Flint. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, wow, that shit did not just fucking happen, bro. Why did you do that? It did. It did happen. Oh, it did. It Damn. did. There's another thought that I hadn't thought about in a minute. It, it all It's all relevant today. I know it doesn't seem like it's relevant, but it really is relevant. Because the Democrats have spent like the last, you know, because Obama won, the Democrats have spent like the last few years sort of coasting on that. You know what I mean? They haven't really yeah. put any effort into running. And it caught up with them ugly in 2020. And it's catching up with them ugly now, dude. I mean, these people made mistakes. And they said shit like, remember when Joe Biden said that Obama was, quote, one of the good ones? Yeah. And then he was like, he dresses nice. He has good hygiene. And you're like, what the fuck is he trying to say, dude? What a wildly racist like, statement to make. Pro Joe. Dude, Jim and they Joe. fucking <laughs> pro Crow Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. Damn. So, <laughs> so they, they've, they've been making shit statements like this for years, dude. They've been coasting on. Obama's win and they've been coasting on Hillary's prestige as sort of secretary of state because whether or not we want to admit it she was a good secretary of state you know she's a bad person but she was a good secretary of state for what that job entails you know what I mean yeah right and so they've been coasting on it dude and so all of that shit all of that old shit that we sort of laugh about now it all really matters because it put a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouths dude you know like imagine being in Flint and the best fucking Democrat you've ever thought you voted for, Barack Obama, comes into town and you're like, hey, we need sympathy. We can't drink our water. It's literally catching fire. And then that motherfucker drinks the water and he's like, no, it's, it's great. And you're like, bro, how could you do that to us? Like, you know, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. the guy who can help us and you're not helping us. You know, five years later, some asshole comes around and he's like, you know, I have all the solutions. I can fix the problems. You're like, fuck it, might as well take a gamble with this asshole. That other asshole didn't do shit. You know what I'm saying? It matters, dude. It matters. All those old things matter. And it's catching up. And we're running out of time. Both on the podcast and in real life. Oh, shit. It's catching up. It's catching up. Midterms are catching up. I'm over here flumbling my fucking intros. Also, also before we go real quick. Um... No. Do you guys ahead. have do you do you know if you guys have your polio shots? Oh fuck, why did you bring this up? I forgot about this. Actually, it's good you bring this up. We should mention this. Go ahead, Joe. Do has you guys a, know? I mean, just before you continue, has a when when was the last time the polio vaccine was actually available or can you just go get it? It hasn't been available for years. We haven't needed it in years. Gotcha. We or eradicated just, the yeah. vaccine in this country. But there was a certain point, right, where polio vaccines were no longer largely disseminated right like there was a point in time i'm not crazy or am i or am i losing no, my fucking right. mind like where there's a generate there was a point where in time where children stopped where the polio vaccine no longer was no longer a requirement for children right mm-hmm. so i don't know when or where that delin- that like demarcation is like when did we decide that we didn't need to give the polio vaccine anymore um no, but, we, st- we still do. I think it's the smallpox vaccine we don't give anymore. Oh, okay. Or okay. The, yeah. Because, because like, 
I learned last night that there's polio in the wastewater systems in New York City and in London. And that shit's just wild. Which, of course, because it's in the wastewater systems, it implies that polio is circulating locally. Right? right. Like it's it's circulating in the in the population as like, you know, just uh, you know somebody just, shitting or just pissing hanging out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Just 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 hanging out in the wastewater systems. So, you know, I don't know if I need to double check. I mean, I am going to double check my shot record anyway, but. Right, same. You know, here's a, I don't know. Here's I the just, thing. I was, I was talking to my mom about it. I looked it up. Apparently in like 1979, we stopped giving out the uh, smallpox vaccine. Or 1989, 79 or 89, because it wasn't necessary anymore. And. You know, it's it's scary to think of these diseases coming back, dude, like monkeypox and all this shit. And it, it's because what happens is other countries have these diseases are still rampant in other countries. You know what I mean? And some of these people who are anti-vax, they travel, they get it somewhere and they bring it back home, you know? Yeah. And then they spread yeah. it here because they're anti-vax. And the thing is, is that some of us aren't aren't inoculated against this kind of shit. Like, I'm worried, man, <laughs> you know? Not not only that, but like I'm I mean, this is my ignorance and the my knowledge of viruses is elementary at best, right? Like okay. doesn't that also imply that the virus can fucking evolve? All the all viruses evolve. That's what I'm saying. They're they're, they're living organisms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So even if we are inoculated against polio, what is the what are the chances that like any inoculation is somewhat on the verge of being irrelevant well because here's the deal okay is that when it comes to like the you know virology right these it's it's common evolution you don't evolve unless you have to you know what i mean right like a good example Mm -hmm. is like the alligator or the crocodile who you know they haven't evolved in like 200 million years they haven't had to you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the virus, dude. If the virus doesn't have to evolve, then it won't. If you eradicate it from somewhere, it is no longer alive. And if it's no longer alive, it's no longer presented with the challenge to evolve. And if it exists somewhere where the vaccine isn't readily available, then it exists and it's able to spread without the necessary element to evolve. So they stay like dormant in, in that sort of state. You know what I mean? It isn't until they're introduced to something that can combat them that they evolve, which is why it's so dangerous to bring them here, you know, because then now they're introduced to vaccines that can stop it. And all it takes is for it to mutate with something else for it to be able to stay mutate. alive long enough to like COVID. to change into something else. Yeah, dude, you know, to change it to something that like can COVID. fight these sort of infections. I mean, sort of uh, can fight these like uh, anti um, virals or biotics, you know. It's dangerous, dude. It's what dangerous. if I, what if I told you that now, um, the CDC says you don't need to quarantine if you catch COVID. Dude, not only do you not need to quarantine if you catch COVID, they're like you don't even need a test uh, to go back to school. Just I just hear just Trump in the back of my head. We're testing too much. Remember? Yeah. That's yeah. that's essentially where if the CDC no, is. If there's now. no more, if there's no test. Then there's no, there's no, there's no positive there's no positive cases. Yeah. But this, re- cases. this reminds me of something we talked about, you know, two years ago when Biden got elected, and it was how much of 
of the government is going to be willing uh, how how far is the government willing to go to make it look like Biden's a success? Mm-hmm. How far are we willing to go to make it look like he brought us back to normal? You know what I mean? And the question is apparently far enough to fucking kill us because now we don't have to test it. It's not good, dude. It isn't a good thing. Nope. But uh, that's all we got for today. We'll see y'all soon. We're signing off now. I'm David. That's Jojo. Laters. And that's Eddie. Adios. All right. Bye, guys.